How is it going everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I'm your host Ethan Bridge and I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in. Today we are going to be talking about psychological tricks to selling on social media. Now these tricks can be used in your Facebook ad copy, they can be used in your Instagram captions, they can be used on your stories, pretty much anywhere you sell your product or service these tricks can be used. So without any further ado, let's just dive straight into the first tip. So the first thing I want you to think about is the perceived size of your discount. So if I said to you 20% off of 40 pounds, or if I said eight pounds off, which one sounds more appealing? In my opinion, it's definitely the 20% off of 40 pounds. That 20% seems so much larger than eight pounds off is because you've got that 20 opposed to eight. And in the eyes of the consumer, they feel as if they're getting a better discount. Now, they're not because technically they're exactly the same, but there is that perception that they are getting an increased discount. So when you are actually putting your copy on your ads, so this could be in your Facebook ads, and you're thinking, right, how am I gonna write out this discount? I'm offering a price discount, how am I going to structure it? Let's say your product is 50 pounds. You don't want to say, 10 pounds off. You want to say 20% off, that sounds far better of a discount to the consumer. And it's all just psychological. You've probably fallen for it, I've definitely fallen for it, you've definitely got family members that have fallen for it, but you just don't realize it's that perceived value of that discount. So when you are talking about your price, make sure you consider that and always go for the type of discount that sounds larger. Because it's not larger, but it sounds it. Now, moving on to tip number two, and this is one I quite like, and it's something that a lot of brands do, but I do think more people should do it. Let's say you have a product or a service, and it costs a monthly fee of 10 pounds. 10 pounds a month isn't that much in the grand scheme of things, but when people don't actually need it, they still don't want to have that recurring cost of 10 pounds a month. So what do you do? What you do is you tell them that it's an equivalent to something they may buy daily. Now, what is 10 pounds the equivalent to? It's two cups of coffee, two cups of coffee a month that this person is going to have to sacrifice in order to sign up to your service or even buy your product. Now, when you put it in those terms, it seems like nothing because people just go out and buy a coffee like it's nothing. They don't care about the money they're spending there. But for some reason in the back of their mind, when they're looking at the price of your product or service, they're thinking, right, that's 10 pounds a month. Do I really need to be spending that? But if you compare it to something that they buy daily out of habit, then you are normally able to convert the customer because in their minds, they're then comparing it to something that they never even think about when they purchase it. So compare it to something that people buy daily, something people don't think about, but it can't also be a necessity. People don't care if you compare it to saying, buying bread or buying milk. They need that, they're gonna buy that anyway. Cups of coffee from Starbucks or Pret, you name it, whatever you, place you get your coffee from, you don't need to do that. You can go and buy bulk coffee from the supermarket and make it much cheaper. You don't need to be spending extortionate amounts on coffee like five pound. I know I sound like Graham Stephan here, but besides the point, you don't need to be spending five pounds on a coffee and that person knows that, but they just do it anyway. So if you compare the price of your product or service to this thing that the person doesn't need anyway, they think, okay, fine, I'll just cut out two cups of coffee a month and I can now have this great product or service. 
So tip number two, compare the price to something that people buy normally but don't need. So moving on to tip number three, and it's something that you'll be very, very familiar with and you may not realize, but you see it day to day, and it's decoy pricing. So effectively what decoy pricing is, you have three product options. You have a bronze, a silver, and a gold. Or for this sake, we're gonna go small, medium, large. So when you go into Starbucks, obviously they've got the small, medium, and large coffees. And you'll see that there is quite a big difference between the small and the medium prices. The small might be £2.20 and the medium maybe and the medium maybe £3.20. So you've got that pound difference. But then the large only costs £3.40, which is only 20 pence more than the medium. So if you're going in there with the mindset of buying a medium, but then you see the large coffee is only 20 pence more, you think, okay, whatever, that's 20p, that's next to nothing for me, I'm going to pay that and get the large, because you may as well, you get more value for your money. But that medium actually only exists to sell the large. These companies only want to sell the small and the large ones. The medium just is there to push the upsell to the large, but in turn, that gets people to spend more money. So it's a good psychological trick by these brands. McDonald's does it as well. You've got small mill, medium mill, large mill. Now, this is slightly different because some people may want to be more healthy so they don't get the large mill, they still opt for the medium, but it's the same, but it's the same concept. The small and the medium are quite substantial differences in prices, whereas the large is only like 25p or 30p more than the medium. So if you're only going in there with the fact of, I'm hungry, I want food, you see that the large is only 25p more or 20p more, and you go for that opposed to the medium. But if you think about that, if everybody goes in and does that, the company is making so much more money because everyone is buying that larger size. So try and not get fooled by this when you go into places because a lot of places do it. The medium only exists to sell the large. Now, how can you actually put this into a product or a service that you sell? Now, think about it this way. So let's say you're a social media coach or a business coach. Now, you may have three different packages for your service. You may have a bronze, a silver, and a gold. Your bronze is your very basic. It may just be one or two coaching sessions with a couple of Q and A's amongst a group of people. Your medium, which is going to be a substantially more, may include only a couple more coaching sessions and maybe a few one-to-ones and you name it, whatever you wanna put in your coaching package. But then your gold package may have way more contents, but only costs slightly more than your silver. So you see, people aren't gonna buy that silver no matter what. They're either gonna buy your basic or they're gonna buy your really advanced. So that pushes more people to spend more money on you, your product, and your service. And what does that mean? More money in your pocket. Ideal. So now I'm actually gonna veer away from pricing techniques and talk about some more social-oriented techniques. Number one being social proof. Social proof is a lot nowadays. When have you ever bought products now and not gone to look at reviews or testimonials of people looking and talking about that product. Whenever I buy a piece of tech, whenever I bought this microphone, this camera, this laptop, I watched a ton of reviews to make sure I was buying the right thing, and I'm sure you do too. So you need to think about this when you're selling your product or service. You need reviews, you need testimonials, you need other people sharing stuff about you. If you're a coach, for example, if you've been shared by Forbes, that cements you as an authentic name in that niche. 
let's say you have a huge tech YouTuber reviewing your product, have that review on your website. Any reviews that people leave, have them on your website, if they're good, of course. But these testimonials and this social proof really does force people to buy, especially if they're clicking through a Facebook ad, for example, and they've never heard of you before. So this is the first time they are seeing your product. They're clicking through, they are interested because they've seen your ad and it's compelling. They're thinking, right, this looks quite cool. Let's see what it's about. Let's see how much it costs. They go through to your website. If you've got no reviews there, looks a little scammy. They might be thinking, right, do I really want to put money into this product or service when there's no one really saying anything about it? I've never heard of this company before. Are they legit? You probably wouldn't. But if you've got a ton of reviews on your website page and you've got testimonials from big names or current clients, or you've been shared by Forbes, Yahoo Finance, you name it, people are going to now look at that and go, okay, this is legit. Other people have said it's good, it's worthwhile, and therefore I'm going to buy it. So you need to be thinking about this social proof when you are setting up your product page, when you are signing on clients, when you are just promoting yourself in general. So that was tip number four, make sure you have some social proof for your product or service. Tip number five, and now this one, you've probably also been fooled by. I definitely have, Amazon do it all the time, lots of big companies do it all the time, and it's scarcity. Now, what do I mean by scarcity? I either mean that you're telling your customers that there is a limited supply of something, or that the discount is only available for a certain period of time. So you may be saying there is only 100 spaces for this course. There are only 100 tickets for this event. There are only 100 products for this item. That is scarcity because people are now thinking, right, there's only 100 and that's it. This is my only chance. As soon as they sell out, they're gone forever. I'm never gonna be able to get one again. So I wanna buy one now. Now, it's even better if you then have a countdown timer showing how many are left. So as soon as someone buys one, it goes down. So when people actually go onto the website, they can see how many spaces are left, how many products are left. Now, if there's only 10, they're gonna be thinking, okay, now I definitely need to buy, there's only 10 left. This is my final chance, otherwise they're gonna be gone within the next 10 minutes. So if you create some scarcity in that aspect, people are going to feel rushed and they're gonna feel as if they need to buy right away. Another way, very similar to do that, is by saying that your discount is only available for a certain period of time. So you may release a course and you'll say, for the first week, for the first seven days, I'm going to be listing this course at 75% off. After that point, it's going to be going back up to full price. So if you don't capitalize on this now, you are gonna miss out on a massive discount. Again, people are gonna look at that, and if you've built up that social proof before, if you've got that following, you've got those loyal fans, they're gonna be thinking, right, I know this guy knows what he's talking about, so this course is going to be very good. So I do want to sign up to it, but if I don't sign up now, I am not going to get this for the best price I can. I may have to sign up in two weeks time and pay triple the price, quadruple the price, you name it. So if you're letting your customers know about this upon release, they're gonna be thinking, okay, I need to buy this right now if I want to save as much money as possible. Now, this is a great one for courses if you are a course maker, social media marketing guru, dropshipper, or you name it. Anyone that has a course, try this out. 
you aren't going to lose too much money in the long run because now let's say you release a course at $250 and this is your full price. You're gonna leave it at this price forever. And for simplicity's sake, we're going to say, because you just release it at that full price and don't have any promotion, you'll get four sales. That's $1,000. But now let's say you release it for a limited time for the first week at $100. That's a really compelling price, that's 150. And now people are going to be thinking, right, I need to get this now, otherwise in two weeks time, three weeks time, I'm gonna to have to pay $250 for this and I want this course. So I'm going to sign up whilst I can get it for cheap. A lot of people are gonna be thinking that way. So even though you were releasing it previously and getting more money from your customers, at $250 you sold four for a thousand, if you release it at $100, you may get 15, 20 signups. That's $1,500 or $2,000. That's substantially more than those four you sold at $250. Now, you didn't have any extra work. You've already created the course. It's just passive from that point forward. All you have to do is send them it. But because you released it at a slightly reduced price, overall, you made more money. So try that scarcity. Try that limited time pricing try the limited product release and see how it goes. It really forces people to rush their purchase and try and get in before they miss out on that price reduction. Now, the final tip I want to talk about is something that our man Gary V talks about all the time. And it's the concept of jab, 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 right hook. If you haven't read his book on that, I definitely recommend it. But essentially what it says, jab, jab, jab is you providing a product or service continuously for free over a certain amount of time. And that right hook is then where you ask for something in return from your audience. So you may have been producing content for four, five, six months, responding to DMs for free, literally helping as many people as you can whilst asking for nothing in return. But because you have done so much for these individuals over that period of time, you have built that relationship. You've built that loyal fan base. And these people are now gonna almost feel as if they owe you in return. So if you ask for something, they feel obliged to give something back in return because you've given so much to them for free. So after you have provided this product or service for an extended period of time for free out of the kindness of your heart because you want to build this relationship with your audience, you want to build that loyal tribe, you can now go in for that ask. And now because you've given so much time to your audience in the past, they're going to feel guilty if they say no. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna buy your product or service. It may just be a 9.99 ebook or a short introductory course that costs about $30, $40. Obviously you don't want to go in for this ask with a, a 400, 500 pound course because they may not want to purchase something like that. It's best to do this with something like an ebook at $19.99, smaller prices because it's more affordable and more people will be able to buy it because you've helped a substantial amount of people here and they feel as if they owe you. So the chances are a lot of these people are going to buy a much cheaper product or service. So try it with an ebook, but also, when you think about this, you need to be careful about when you do end up monetizing your social following. Now, you don't want to damage your reputation in the long run by having two, 300 followers, no real reputation, you haven't really built a name for yourself, and then go, right guys, I've got an ebook at 20 pounds, buy it. 
you haven't built up that relationship, you haven't built up that substantial audience, you've got no real loyal fans. So when you do try and then build that audience and get those sales, nothing's really gonna happen. You may get one or two sales from those two or 300 followers who just see it and think, oh, that could be helpful. But if you wait and wait and wait, and you start seeing the demand, people are asking you questions, you've built that authority and people want to pick your brain, that is when you can start seeing, right, okay, there is clearly a demand for my knowledge now. But as soon as you see that, don't then go, right, now's the time to monetize because there still could be a little bit more time for you to build it up and get to the point where there is a lot of people that feel as if they owe you. That, that is the moment you monetize. You don't want to monetize too early. It will damage your potential earnings in the long run. Wait until you see that consistent demand, people wanting to pick your brain, people asking for your advice, your opinions. That, that is when you go in for that right hook. So jab, 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 right hook. And that rounds up my psychological tips and tricks to selling on social. And that does round up today's episode of the podcast. If you have any questions with regards to anything I have mentioned in today's episode, just reach out to me on Instagram at the marketing Ethan. Send me a DM and I'll make sure I get back to you no matter what. But if you did enjoy today's episode, hit subscribe, hit follow, depending on what platform you are on. That way you are never ever going to miss an episode when I post every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. But if you did enjoy today's episode and you were listening on Apple Podcasts, I would really, really appreciate if you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave the show a five-star rating and review. If you do leave a review, please take a screenshot of it, send it to me on Instagram as a picture, and I will give you a shout-out on my Instagram story just as a little thank you and give you a shout-out in the next episode of the podcast just to show my thanks and support for listening to the podcast and leaving me that review. But I just want to finish off by saying if you have made it to this point in the episode, thank you all for tuning in to Social Media Marketing School.